Welcome to Victorious Living. How can you tell if your sense, your senses need to be corrected? How can you tell? Because everybody says, you know, I believe God. I, I, I believe God. How can you tell? Listen to what you're saying. Listen, listen to the words that are that are that has come and formed in your mind and attached itself to your tongue and you speak it. You speak it out. Amen. And once you speak it out, that means you have taken a hold of it. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us things that disconnect us from our faith. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us things that disconnect us from our faith. At some point, your words will proclaim that. And so when life comes at us, I mean, if you know, we... We do live our life here on earth. When life comes at us, our mind is the first place that we have to deal with where our faith is concerned. And so our mind becomes the battlefield where combat takes place. It's a battleground. And uh, will the word and faith win or will doubt uh, and cares of life win? One or more of these are going to win, like the matador and the bull. One or the other of these two things will win in the Christian's life. And so some people say, well, I'm a Christian. I don't know why this is happening to me. Yes, we do. We've learned that through the years, it all starts in our thinking, in our mind. And so when we open our mind, we open a gate for either the word of God to come into it, faith of God along with the word of God or we open our mind for what the adversary wants to bring to us through, uh, to our mind through the thought gate, through the sense realm and uh, the ones that we have just mentioned. Somebody is going to win. There's no question about it. Somebody is going to win. If you're in a battle this morning where your life is concerned, somebody's going to win. Either you're going to win or the adversary is going to win. God's going to win with you or over or, you know, cause you to win or the adversary is going to win. So let's look today. Let's go back into the book of Genesis and we're, going, we're not going to read any scripture that you haven't read. We're not going to say anything you haven't heard, you know, and, uh, the, you know, the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun, but with that being true, then there are things sometimes that we hear that are new to us, but not new to God, not new to the word of God. And uh, we, we understand that, but these things that we deal with this morning, we know, we know, amen. Genesis chapter 17, verses 15 through 18. And God said to Abraham, now I, I like the first uh, three words of that. And God said, and God said, so when God is setting, setting, when God says, then that means that we are to stop and pay attention to what he said. And so if we don't 
pay attention to what he said, we're going to know, we're not going to know what he said in telling us how to deal with these things that come against our life. And God said unto Abraham, as for, thy, as for Sarah, thy wife, thou shalt uh, not call her name Sarah, but Sarah. <laughs> shall, be, shall be her name, different spelling. Shall be her name. Verse 16, and I will bless her and give thee a son also of her. Yea, or yes, I will bless her and she shall be a mother of nations. Kings of people shall be of her. Then Abram, Abraham fell upon his face and he laughed. Now, keep in mind as you read through this, when all of this is transpiring, God's saying what he said, Abraham let his senses overrule him. And what does it say? And Abraham fell on his face and laughed. Now there's different uh, uh, translations of that that you might hear, but Abraham was expressing doubt that that could happen because he was what? A hundred years old. So he was expressing his amusement at what God said. He was amused at what God said. And so at this point in time, Abraham did not wrap his arms around what God said, but he, he was just having a mind problem. His senses were overruling him. So he chuckled. Well, I don't know if that's what laugh means, chuckle. But Abraham laughed at what he heard God say. And you know what? Abraham was in the throes of unbelief. He was in the throes of questioning God's ability to do what he said. And so, you know, sometimes we get there. We get there sometimes that we question God's ability to do for us what we need him to do for us. And so here, that's Abraham. Amen. And that was Abraham at that point in time. But isn't it, isn't it good to know you can always change your mind? It's good to be able to change your mind even if you have chuckled or laughed or thought it's impossible. God can't do that at my age. It's possible that your mind, our, our mind can be changed. But there is an effort that I have to put forth in order to make that come to be or come into being. So I've got to do something of uh, action of myself I've got to do something in order to initiate. All of you know what initiate means, don't you? That means you get up and start it. And then once you get up and you start walking toward God, God said, draw nigh to me. You know what he's saying? I'll meet you halfway. Draw nigh to God and God will what? But he's waiting for me to draw nigh. So how do I draw nigh? There's, there's a number of ways we're not, which we're not going to talk about today. But there are a number of ways that a person draws nigh to God. Obviously, prayer and the word being right at the top of the list where God is concerned. And so Abraham, uh, when he heard God say this, Abraham fell upon his face and laughed and said in his heart. And I'm, I'm going to paraphrase a little bit. How can a child be born unto me when I'm 100 years old? How can God heal you when you've been sick for so long? 
How can God bring his blessing into your life when you have been poor, poor for so long? How can God get me out of this? How can God get me into this? So there has to be an initiation on my part in moving toward God in order for God then to make his move toward me in my life. And when the two collide, guess what comes out of it? The bull's dead. Satan's dead at that point, as it were, as, as it were. And so uh, uh, Abraham fell on his face, shall a child be born unto him? He's thinking unto me, Abraham. Shall the child be born unto him that is 100 years old? And shall Sarah that is 90 years old bear? And Abraham said unto God, oh, that Ishmael may live before thee. He let his senses, he let what was already what he could see override what he couldn't see, and that was a word from God. He couldn't see what God promised him. He couldn't see what was involved in what God said. He couldn't see that at this point in time. He could only see what his senses showed him. He could only see what was around him. And so now he is standing before God and he's doubting God. And there is a problem that he's having believing God. And God did not make his move until Abraham made a move to get out of the sense realm and get into the faith realm. So it is with us today. Can you, can you see that today? So the first reaction by Abraham to what God said to him was a mind reaction. Because sometimes God does things when it looks like to us in the natural, there ain't no way, God can't do that. Has God not checked up on what's going on in the world? Can't he see what all's happening today? Can't he see this? Surely God can see it, so it just doesn't look like it's possible. But there is nothing. With God, there is nothing. How many things in nothing? There is no thing. There is nothing that God cannot do. Well, there's, there's one thing that I know that God can't do. He can't lie. And so we know then that there's nothing uh, that God can't do that extends itself beyond our hearing, our seeing, and, and uh, the, the things that the word proclaims. He could not see beyond his age. He could not see beyond his wife's age. He could not see beyond the, the fact that a son was already born. He couldn't see beyond that at that time. And so we see then that Abraham's mind blocked his faith. Well, now that's true for us today. There are things that come our way that can block our faith, can intercept, come between us and God. There are things today in the natural realm around us, and we've all learned this, but yet sometimes these things that we know are not always at the forefront of our thinking. And so his immediate, Abraham's immediate sense response, this was uh, Abraham's immediate sense response to the voice of God. How can you do it? How can you do it, God? How can you give me a son when I'm 100 years old? How can my wife bear a child when she's 99 years old? His sense gate 
was his immediate response to the voice of God. Now, folks, that's a story of old, but it is a, it is a principle of the now that, that Satan can so bring things across our path that we then uh, revert out of the faith realm into the sense realm and begin to question God's veracity, uh, begin to question God's integrity, and begin to question, will God do this for me? And come to the conclusion, God can't do that in, at this present time. And so in order for Abraham to be a man of faith, much less the father of faith, Abraham had to correct his sense response. Now listen to me this morning. How can you tell if your sense, your senses need to be corrected? How can you tell? Because everybody says, you know, I believe God. I, I, I believe God. How can you tell? Listen to what you're saying. Listen, listen to the words that are, that are, that has come and formed in your mind and attached itself to your tongue and you speak it. You speak it out. Amen. And once you speak it out, that means you have taken a hold of it. Take no thought. Jesus said, take. It's our hope that today's message, Things That Disconnect Us From Our Faith, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of this week's message, request Offer 13. This week's special offer number is 13. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.